are now listening to the God Girl Goals podcast, where we speak on a number of valley topics to help women like you stay encouraged and committed in your journey with Christ. Continue to listen to this week's episode to hear what we talk about next. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, you guys, to another podcast episode. I am so happy to um, be talking to you guys today. I'm so happy to be recording yet another episode. Um, Today's episode is very, very important on how you go about setting your goals. So the topic for today is titled Setting Godly Goals. And so you guys know that God Girl Goals is all about um, including God in the process of achieving your goals. And so I've talked about different topics surrounding that, but I haven't really tackled how to set goals and what is needed before you can actually set a goal. Because how can we set goals for ourselves that may not line up within the will of God? First, you have to tackle these three components that I'm going to talk about today um, in order to make sure that your prayers align with the will of God. Because we can ask for many different things. We can ask God for many different things, but it may not prosper or go forth because it's not something that God has planned for us. It's not something that he has designed for the will of our lives. So by tackling these three components, we can definitely get better answers to your prayers. You can get more in tune with what God wants for your life. And so I'm just going to jump right into it because I'm just so excited. I actually was going to use this template that I created for how to set godly goals for something else but I decided to use it as a podcast episode because I really want you guys to grasp the concept of how to set godly goals we can set any type of goals for our lives but if they're not godly then it's not gonna happen so the first step is um just asking yourself do you have a relationship with God and having a relationship with God is more than just going to church every Sunday. So a relationship with God is really dedicated time and commitment to seek God daily. And oftentimes we are so busy with our day-to-day duties and we give everyone else time but God. And I have been guilty of doing that myself. Y'all, I'm not going to talk about anything that I have not been through, anything that I have not done. And so we often do that. We'll find time to do everything else. And when it comes to God, you know, we try to open up the Bible. We start reading. We get sleepy. We go to sleep. Like, I think we all have been there before. However, it's imperative that we put nothing before God. And so you should always be finding time to speak to God every day. I think a lot of times we make it so hard or we're so hard on ourselves when it comes to God but just speaking to God throughout your day is acknowledging him and I think God is very pleased when we do that it doesn't have to be long and drawn out or whatever just saying God I thank you for allowing me to get to work safely Lord I'm just um giving you glory for just allowing me to see another day You can speak to God while you're on your way to work, while you are at work, at your desk, while you're on your lunch break. Like, these are the things that I do. Um, Sometimes I'll be at my desk just saying, Lord, like, I'm just trusting you that I will no longer work this 7.30 to 4.30 job anymore, God, because you will free up my time to do what I love. You will free up my time to have time to continue to bring glory to your name through my brand. Lord, I'm just believing in this, God. I know that I won't be here for long, Lord. It's just like, I just say certain things like that to um, to God. And even while I'm outside 
um, my prophetess at my church, she always encouraged us to just speak to the wind. So when I'm at work or I'm on my lunch break and I'm just sitting in my car with my windows down, um, I just proclaim the things that I want to see happen in my life. I speak it to the wind, especially when the wind starts blowing heavy. I'm like, okay, God, I, I know you hear me. I know you, <laughs> I know you listening. Like, I know I have your attention. Um, so it's just really, really different things like that. So just spending time in God's presence really allows you to hear from him clearly. And so as we begin to set godly goals, God's presence tends to give us a reassurance or an unction about whether or not the goals we are setting are considered godly. So what does a relationship with God look like? A relationship with God is really different for each person. I can't tell you exactly what it looks like. I can tell you what it looks like for me, but that may not be your experience because we all have different experiences and we are all at different stages when it comes to our relationship with God. But I will say that it must contain these three important components. And so these components are meditation, prayer, and worship. So again, the three components um, to developing a relationship with God is meditation, prayer, and worship. And these all come in handy when it comes to setting um, your godly goals. So first, we're going to tackle meditation. So God says that we should be meditating on his word day and night. And that is found in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. And so to meditate means to speak or mutter. Therefore, we should be speaking the word of God over our lives. And so what meditation may look like for you is simply just choosing a scripture from the Bible to read and just asking God for wisdom to understand and just Repeating that Bible verse to yourself over and over and over again until it resonates with your spirit and until it penetrates your heart. And meditating um, helps us remember the word of God when we are faced with life adversities. I know that sometimes when I'm going through a specific trial in my life, I will go back to a verse that I meditated on or that I remember just to help me push through and just to help me remember what God says about this specific thing that I'm going through. And so knowing who God is and what he says really helps us push through any hardships. And it's also a reminder that we can accomplish anything as we set our hearts onto the Lord. And so I just encourage you today or each week to find the scripture and stick to that. Figure out what does that scripture mean to you? How can you apply that scripture to your life? And so next is prayer. When I first started out as a baby Christian, y'all, I would say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, war in heaven, hallowed me thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Y'all know the rest. But um, I used to just ask for what I wanted and then just say amen after I said the Lord's Prayer. And I would just go to bed. But as I started to grow in the things of God and just go to church more often and surround myself with godly people, my prayers changed. And they became more specific. And then so once they became more specific, I began to speak with authority. And once I began to speak with authority, my faith increased. So my question to you is, do you know how to pray? And so the point of this question is not to shame the way you pray, because we are all at different stages of our relationship with God. The point of this question is to figure out if you know how to intentionally pray. And so there have been times where we have all felt or is currently feeling like God doesn't hear us. So we begin repeating our prayer to God, but God doesn't need our repetitive prayer or our complaining. 
What he needs from us is an effective prayer, a prayer with intention and a prayer with expectancy. So before we can set godly goals, we need to go to God in prayer with a heart of repentance and just begin to repent for the things known and unknown that we've done. And just also ask God to forgive you for going against his will. God says that if we confess our sins, he will purify us from all unrighteousness. And that can be found in first John, um, chapter one, verse nine. And so God is a forgiving God. You guys, he's able to forgive us over and over and over again. So if he's able to forgive us, we should be able to forgive others as well, because God cannot do a mighty work for us. He cannot, um, bless us with our goals if we haven't repented or if we have a hardened heart towards others. And so the next thing I want to talk about is give a prayer of thanksgiving. So just continue to just thank God for all that he's done and all that he's doing and all he will continue to do in your life. And so giving a prayer of thanksgiving equals giving God the glory just for keeping you safe, keeping you healthy, keeping you sane, just for the blessings that you continue to see every day throughout life. Praying also includes supplication as well. And if you don't know what supplication means, supplication means that you're asking God for his favor. To do that is to use scripture to back you up. And yes, it is very okay to use scripture to back you up when you're asking God um, to bless you and when you're asking God for um, something that you want to see manifest in your life. So Philippians chapter four, verse six says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So in this verse, God is really giving you the secret on how to pray an effective prayer that will grant you your heart's desires. So an example of a prayer and using scriptures to back you up would be, I'm just going to give an example of say you were going through a heartbreak um, with a guy or somebody. So you can just say, God, you know, I'm really struggling during this time right now, dealing with this heartbreak, God. But I know that the scripture says that you are close to the brokenhearted, God. I know that you says that the scripture says that you give victory to your anointed God. And I know that I, that I am anointed by you, Lord. So I will have victory over this heartbreak. Lord, I will have victory over all areas of my life when it comes to my goals, when it comes to my sanity, when it comes to my peace, when it comes to my business, when it comes to my schooling, God, you have already won the victory, God. You have already gave me the victory to succeed, Lord. All I have to do is have power and authority and walk in it. All I have to do is just call on your name. All I have to do is just remind myself of who you are to me Lord I know that I am going to get past this this is not a destination for me Lord I'm just passing through Lord I'm just going through Lord and I know that you are going to continue to wrap your arms around me you are going to continue to just love on me God you will never leave me nor forsake me God you are just going to just be so mighty and so powerful in my life Lord that a testimony is going to come out of this God and I'm believing in you for it Lord Jesus amen that's your prayer right there um that's how you use scripture to back you up and so next we have worship um this is the last thing we're going to talk about, but worship is so important to me, y'all. I feel like it's the most important component of a relationship with God because your worship can really take you to a whole nother realm. Your worship can make God change his mind. Your worship can get you up out of some situations. Y'all, there have been times where I put on some gospel music and I'll just get up in here in my apartment and I'll just start worshiping God. And like, it's like, I'm not even here. Like I just get so in tune with it. I just... I just really feel God's presence and it just does something to me that 
I can't really explain. It's like you have to, you have to find worship for yourself and you'll experience exactly what it is that I've experienced that I can't really explain to y'all, but worship just takes me to a whole nother level, y'all. Like I'm breaking chains in worship. Like it's that serious. But like I said, to worship means to show expression of reverence and adoration for deity, which is our God, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, like I said, worship takes you to another level. Your worship and your praise to God can really make God change his mind sometimes. And it can grant you blessings and opportunities and also just allow God to make ways out of no ways, y'all. It can move mountains. It can break chains of bondage and the list goes on. So your worship really matters because it's a form of surrendering to God. Just saying things like, Lord, not my will but your will be done and so that results in you stepping out of the way and letting God take the lead so your worship is your sacrificial offering to God and as you worship you begin to remove your own doubts and your fears and your feelings begin to move out of the way and you invite God the Holy Spirit in and so your worship is also a form of humility because you are thinking less of yourself and more of God and you're submitting yourself to him so that he may decrease you and increase his spirit within you and so as you continue to worship God just make sure that your heart is sincere for God says those that worship me must worship him in spirit and truth so your spirit being your heart and your truth being his word therefore come before God um, as your honest self so using this recipe for prayer is sure to help you receive the answers that you've been praying for is sure to help direct you and how to set your godly goals. It helps help you create the same goals that God has for you. So my last question to you is, do you even have a plan, sis? Because in order for any goals to be successful, you must first have a plan and your plan must include God. So nothing prospers, as I've said before, or have longevity if God isn't a part of it. And so that's why my brand, God Girl Goals, is all about Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Just trusting in God and seeking his will in all that you do so that he may direct your path. Because although God has his part to our plan, we must also do our part as well. Our part is just simply by abiding by um, the plan that God has for us, just walking in obedience with the things that he's trying to do in our lives, just staying committed and just fully trusting and seeking him. So I just want to encourage you guys to follow these steps in order to set these godly goals for yourself, set these godly goals that God has for you. I want you all to reach the goals that you have. I want you all to prosper. I want you all to be out here thriving and walking in the things of God. And the only ways that we can do that is to get on our face with God um, through meditation, just praying to God, telling him exactly what it is that we want by using our power and authority and using scripture to back us up. And then also just our worship, just getting in God's face, worshiping him, thanking him, putting on some gospel music and just allowing the Holy Spirit to just have his way. So I just really want to encourage you guys to make sure that you are setting goals that include God. Again, nothing prospers or have longevity if God isn't a part of it because we want to continue to work within the will of God. So that is all that I have for you guys today. I'm so excited about this episode because I can't wait to hear how setting godly goals will transform your lives. I can't wait to see the opportunities and 
the blessings that will come from this episode that will come from you just by listening and just by taking heed to what God is saying right now about how to set godly goals. So I'm just thanking you guys again for just supporting the brand God Girl Goals. I, I just, I'm really, I'm really just happy to see how much of an impact that my words have had on you guys. I'm so I'm happy just to see the messages that you guys send me about how this podcast is really helping you grow. And so I'm just thankful and I just thank God and I just give God all the glory through this. So thank you guys for listening and I will see you and well, I will talk to y'all on the next episode. Bye.